0: hello everyone i am matthew clark i am jacob tollison
1: and i am allison williams
0: together we make up the tri-hard triforce and we (laughs) have today our first episode of this lovely little podcast here and to start things off we are going to introduce ourselves so i am matthew as i was just saying and uh, <laughs> one of the things that's interesting about me is I like literature and stuff. And concerning that, I am an English and theater double major at a little college called Newman University. And uh, Jacob, what, what's what's interesting about you?
2: Well, um, as Matthew said, I'm Jacob. Name, rete- name repetition helps with recognizing humans. So, yes. I'm going to say my name again. Sure. I'm Jacob. <laughs> um I I enjoy playing video games. Uh I like to sleep and I'm a business major at a uh, Butler County Community College. Uh fun fact about me I don't I'm not fun. Oh. Allison. <laughs> uh,
1: all right. I'm Allison. Um, I'm a criminal justice psychology major at Newman with Matthew and a theater minor. Um, uh, interesting fact about me, I guess, is I really like writing research papers. Mm-hmm. So if I had a hobby, that would probably
0: be it. <laughs> it's a good hobby. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Now that you know a little bit about us, again, I'm Matthew, and Jacob, according to what you say about name association, yes. I think you called it, Yeah, I'm Matthew. Exactly. <laughs> so, we are making a podcast in my basement currently, sorry, in my parents' basement yes. currently, <laughs> because we are three friends that enjoy talking, and we enjoy games, and we enjoy, well, just about everything, you know, life has to offer. And we figured that, well, maybe... I, Jacob's giving me a face. Maybe a majority of things that life has to offer. So... Everything good. Everything good, yeah. What does good mean, Jacob?
2: Well, I think it's enjoyable to a specific person. Uh, yeah? Yeah, because I think the blanket <laughs> term of everything that life has to
0: offer... I, uh, We're already that's off true. track. that's uh, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> so... The purpose of this podcast is simply to entertain. We don't, none of us are professionals in any given field Mm -hmm. yet. Yet, yet is the keyword. We're definitely entertaining us. Uh, we're yeah, we're having a good time. (laughs) I mean, I don't really care if anyone listens, but probably throw it on. What are we putting this on again? Uh,
2: well, there's um Anchor, which Mm -hmm. is the site that we're uploading to. Um, I'm Jacob, and (laughs) (laughs) and then we're gonna upload. We're gonna. Upload from Anchor to Spotify, and then also we're going to do YouTube, but that'll mm. be um, separate and probably later, right. since we have to add visuals.
1: Doesn't Anchor also go to Apple Podcasts? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah Anchor
0: can also upload to Apple Podcasts. For you
1: weirdos Just for out For
0: any of you iPhone users. Don't insult our inexistent fans. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> first burp of the segment mm-hmm. all happen. right so <laughs> and in addition to that we're wanting to extend into gameplay not only yes. like video games yes. but also tabletop. tabletop yeah so we are um around me is a gaming computer as well as a bunch of well not a bunch of it's like almost a dozen games i
1: would call it a bunch of
0: yeah it's a bunch yeah. of it's a bunch of games it's, it's so, we have a lot of that that we will have on a YouTube channel. But as for now, just for the podcast, we, we basically have a prompt in front of us. And uh, we have a selection of topics for you today or this evening. We're, we're recording at midnight. Yeah. We, we pressed record exactly when my computer uh, turned to midnight. And the first thing we have is how we met. So, I'm more intrigued by how you two met, because I heard this story once before, or uh, Jacob and Allison are dating, by the way. Yeah. Uh, well, you two being me and Allison. Right. Allison and I. Yeah. I'm Matthew. That's Matthew. <laughs> We're done with that bit now. Are you sure? The, the three and done? Uh, probably not.
2: <laughs> no, but, um. okay, so Allison and I met.
1: Well, is this when you, when you acknowledged me or when I met you?
2: Well, okay, so we met when you were—I was in
1: seventh grade,
2: right? And I was a freshman in high school.
1: Yeah, we were at uh, Maple Leaf Marching Festival because uh, we were both in a marching band. Mm. Um, I was and am, well, was annoying, and uh, he claims he's still, he still—he he still claims he wasn't mad, but uh essentially we had a mutual friend who like introduced us mm-hmm. and i kept running around like like middle schoolers do and i just kept like stealing jacob's beanie because oh. i thought that was the way to like
2: successfully get attention it and... worked i mean i didn't
1: <laughs> well i was yeah. paying attention too yeah it. you yelled at me
2: i was like give me back my beanie
1: uh and then <laughs> i didn't talk to you again until freshman year of high school yeah which I remembered you in band camp. Yeah. Because one of the other flute players pointed to you on the drum line mm-hmm. and was like, "That was cool." And was <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and was like, Jake got really hot, and I was like, "Eh." <laughs>
0: Your exact words, <laughs> and <laughs> then and then a couple of weeks
1: later, I was like, like oh, okay, maybe like she was right, you know. And then uh, we were just a bunch of big old nerds who got paired up in science Olympiad to build a balsa wood plane.
2: Yeah, and that was that was our big meeting. That was yeah. That was the real thing that <laughs> brought us together. Is we had to spend way too much time together.
1: Hey. Well, no, it was, a <laughs>
2: but building that plane was a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. essentially building the plane was way too much time i enjoyed spending that time with allison and so um and your friend. yeah I, I had a girl i had a different girlfriend at the time not gonna get into that um and you know I she never I, liked me much yeah she didn't like allison probably for good reason you know, oddly enough i did i don't know <laughs> that was weird <laughs> I wonder why, you know. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so we met, we grew closer. Um,
1: we won state.
2: We won state. We won we won state science olympiad. Oh or, wow. Yeah. I think I forgot Specifically
1: that. Specifically in our event, but also yeah. also as
2: yeah. a whole S- team. small school won state. We got second place overall, which Latha. was really cool. Yeah. Freaking Olathe North, we beat them at regionals.
1: <laughs> Shouldn't have. Congratulations.
2: Anyway. <laughs> yeah, thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Big, but... big win, big achievement.
2: Yeah. Yes. And so, um, we weren't small school in our event. We won overall mm-hmm. in our event.
1: Our little plane.
2: Our little our little plane with three <sighs> dimes attached to it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we're just big old nerds.
0: Yeah, that is super wholesome. I just really like the image, of. You being, you, Allison, being like, cute boy, Jacob, just like, <laughs> let me steal his beanie. Yeah. And I think that is...
1: <laughs> I was actually really embarrassed when our coach put us in the event together, because I was like, <gasps> I was like, no, he's cute.
2: <laughs> no, he hates me. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, I remembered a fun fact. Oh. About me. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, fun fact about me is that Butler County Community College is my third college. <laughs> Oh, yeah.
0: I <laughs> need to get into that at some point. Yeah,
2: no, we will, I'm sure. But that doesn't have to be sure. tonight. Sure. Unless. <laughs> I thought your fun fact is that you weren't fun. Well, I changed my mind. <laughs> I don't really know if that's fun. That's okay. Yeah. I, I could have chosen a less fun fact. Sure. But, eh. We'll open up that can of worms some other day. Some other day. Or maybe later tonight if we
0: need to fill time. Hey, who knows? We're shooting for an hour we'll see what happens <laughs> um as for yeah. how i met yeah. you two yeah so as allison said uh her and i met in, um or, or rather we go to newman together so we we met at or in honor seminar i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that would have been our first class and basically what Honor Seminar is um, for Newman, located in uh, one Kansas, United States, mm-hmm. is a, or the Honors in Newman, is um, a place where a bunch of kids are Honors students. You doing okay? No, I'm not. <laughs> 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 and within this honor Seminar, we, basically the entire class is dedicated to a simulation a game of the french revolution which was super intense and i played lafayette and everyone was crying by the end it, it was it was a whole thing really but enough of that because i well essentially i, I started i met allison I start getting to know her started getting to know her and it's still recording i think and Uh, That was cool, and I have a super vivid memory of when I met Jacob as well, and that's really when the three of us started bonding as friends because we were in the library, and uh, Allison was there and another friend of ours, and I saw Jacob, and I think you mentioned that he liked reptiles, or somehow I knew that you liked reptiles. And at the time, I was a super big herpetology guy. I really liked the study of reptiles and such, and I bred... um, to dragons in addition to leopard geckos later on and i don't have any of them now but I, I really enjoyed just like for a year very much that was my thing and so we started talking about that and you you came over mm-hmm. once after that and you were helping me with them and we just started to get to know each other and uh, yeah. that's that's essentially i mean not quite as an intriguing narrative <laughs> but uh we have uh, oh we had this super in super long talk one time after that when you you came over Mm -hmm. uh for the first time or second time and you came to spend the night yeah and we just walked the streets of valley center (laughs) just having super deep discussions and um yeah yeah, I walked walked to the park and it was it was wholesome. Yeah, it was one nice. of those well, was three in the morning talks. Yeah, on the side of the road. We all yeah, love those. You
1: were actually like much better friends with Jacob. Yeah, for a while.
0: Yeah, well, I I don't know when did we start. Uh, I feel like you guys didn't have the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we yeah we were super busy with stuff.
1: I think it was like intro to theater when I was your director. That's right. Yeah, and then past that i think like especially this past winter break
0: yeah yeah definitely. with yeah. prepping
1: for the acting competition. that's true yeah. and
0: so two big events brought us closer together one was enter the theater where i was our group's playwright and allison was our group's director and we put on a little kind of comedy about i personified aristotle's four elements and or five elements technically including aether ether and we put on that play, and that was fun. And then I was nominated for KCACTF, which is Kennedy Center American College Theater Festival. And for it was for a role in Winter's Tale, Shakespeare's The Winter's Tale, and I played Atollicus. Anyway, um, so I chose Allison as my acting partner, and we spent hours and hours of time preparing a piece from Miss Julie and from Tartuffe.
1: Mostly over the phone.
0: Yeah, mostly yeah. over the phone. Because I don't live
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, they. We live in a uh, old Tonganoxie, Kansas, which is two and a half hours, two and a half hours away from Wichita, mm-hmm. and um, so it makes uh, it causes some issues with like being able to really get together with friends, yeah, and hang out over breaks and, and like over over the summer, yeah. and you know, as you might have heard Allison say, it's a. It's a very
0: Yeehaw sort of town. Um very Midwestern. Uh a
2: little oddly enough, a little Texan.
0: Yeah. For for being from Northeast being Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> and I live in Valley Center, which is significantly significantly closer to Wichita. Yeah. And that's so yeah. That's that's us. That's yeah. that's that's, yeah. that's the three. That's How we, we met. got through us in like the fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. 15 All right. Fourteen thirty. So that being said, we do have some topics. The first <laughs> who brought up astrology the it other day? It was not me. It was me. I walked it into was, the you?
1: room and you were like, How do you feel about astrology?
0: Yep, that was me. I did uh, that. Oh yeah.
2: Um So since I brought it up, I will pose the question. You go right ahead. Uh, what are your guys' <coughs> thoughts on astrology and i want to remind our listeners that this is intending to be uh, maybe a little bit more comedic and kind of free form in our oh, yeah. in a way you know it's it's scripted but it's not like a full script it's like prompts mm-hmm. they call that a prompt they yeah uh, and they call this uh, a little behind the scenes action oh, in the industry so um
1: I think we should go through our signs first. Yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's so Matthew, you start. Mm-hmm. What's your sign?
0: So, I'm an Aquarius. Okay. Oh, no. um, I'm a Cancer. And I'm a Leo. Ugh. And that makes our elements air, water, fire, yes. Is Leo there... fire? Wow, this is um an intense. <laughs> <laughs> we need an earth. There's a lot going on here. We're not very grounded and uh, I'm a little afraid. Sure. Now, that being said, <laughs> I will answer first. Okay, I think I think there's a lot of there's there's a lot of interesting. There's just a lot going on in astrology, and it has roots in the stars, and it really is fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just been so spectacularized by media, and it's just a whole thing now, and kind of a like, oh, what's your sign? Are we compatible? That kind of thing. Right. So I think it's just kind of been watered down from what it might have used to be this very rich um and i think there is sort of this richness to astrology still that being said i think the sort of way we receive it in the media today is like uh today on your horoscope on being an aquarius because i even see those things on twitter and i just think that there's there's not really a lot of substance to it and it feels oh the other thing is for me it feels so generalized that like you could be any sign and be like oh that's so me now i could be wrong about that and i i've read the oh we forgot to do our like rising moon or star or whatever it is but Uh, it doesn't matter uh, (laughs) yeah i don't know mine either Uh, (laughs) i have no idea yeah. So some of the Aquarius traits apply to me, but I maybe some of the Leo traits apply to me too, and Cancer and Sagittarius and whatever else. So Allison's got some stuff pulled up on her phone. I've got
1: Snapchat pulled up. Nice. With, with <laughs> the, the sun sign compatibility and the astrological sign. Uh. Anyway, are you done? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's fun. Like I think oh, it, yeah. I, ca- I think it can be super fun. Oh, for sure. Um, I saw this this post one day that i'm just bringing up because i think it's funny but um it like by the other day i mean like a couple months ago but like it was something along the lines of like (laughs) like uh men hate astrology because women found something they enjoy (laughs) (laughs) and no i don't know i think i just think i genuinely think like it can it can be fun um it's just I definitely think like there are people who like kind of do like base their lives around it, and I'm not gonna like talk down on them or anything because mm. I do a lot of weird things. Like that'd be a weird hill to die on, you know? <laughs> like how dare you live your life based on what the moon is doing? Uh, that, uh, but <laughs> but no, like I personally don't see it as anything more than fun but i do think it definitely can be fun sometimes just like when you're well like when you're on facebook and you see like those quizzes right. that are like uh, who's your boyfriend from high school musical is one that i saw earlier today and it's i don't know it's just fun yeah yeah it's, yeah
2: yeah and like um so until recently i've actually really disliked astrology Mm. like i
1: used to get mad at it
2: yeah except i don't think (laughs) so i'm really bad at specifying when i'm like jokingly mad at something or and my voice inflection doesn't help because (laughs) half the time it's just consistent (laughs) it's just a single voice inflection so like i it gives off the wrong vibe a lot of the time and so um uh, I I used to I used to just not like it. I used to mm-hmm. be I was dumb, you know. But like the more I've thought about it, and the more I've grown, really, especially here recently, um, I've realized like you know it is like Allison was saying it is fun. Like mm-hmm. I used to read, I guess before I disliked it. I enjoyed it. Like I mm. used to read my horoscope and like, oh yeah, yeah, and I thought it was kind of funny and be like, oh, what's what's my uh, what's my day gonna be like? You know, Let's check the stars. You know, because I'm I'm a fan of mythology. I'm a yeah. fan mm-hmm. of older, like way older culture, like ancient Greece and stuff. And you know, a lot of a lot of their societies were based on the stars, right? And and the sun and the moon and so like, it was hypocritical of me to be so upset by astrology. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, in fact, I have changed my focus from astrology now to geology, because <laughs> the study of rocks is a fake science. <laughs> oh no,
1: you're a fake science. <laughs> no, I mean like, I think like, like it's twenty twenty.
2: Uh Yeah, you know like
1: just just do what what makes you happy like as long as you're not hurting anybody oh for sure and like as long as as long as your like opinions and your hobbies don't disrespect other people yeah i think like if it makes you happy go ham you know yeah Yeah. like (laughs) there's there's so much happening in the world that like if if you got something that makes you happy, just like hold on to it.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think that's a super good ideology to have. For sure, and in the context of astrology in general, I think it's it's lovely that people have this sort of reverence for the stars, mm-hmm. if that's how it's being treated, and it's this respect for the past and past traditions it's... when when upheld to that degree yeah and it's rather poetic which i'm sure you appreciate and i appreciate that as as this sort of romantic aspiring Hmm. poet i try to be uh but beyond that i think it's i would there seems to be if not in the stars just in general like i'm very much about the this idea of something higher or beyond us Mm -hmm. and if people can find that in astrology i you know i'm all for that so, interesting, very i do we have any more thoughts on uh, I don't know, okay, no,, okay. I, I could talk about geology some more, but nope. I don't think that's nope. on the no. Nope. yeah,
2: save it for your segment, <laughs> right, <laughs> all
0: right, um, okay, so next, so mm. we I think it is important, so we've all been like very worried this has been a a topic of conversation for us and just everyone in Mm -hmm. general and we're approaching this topic with um respect and and caution and just the serious nature of the event but also um sort of in response to just how some people have been taking things overboard and right. also responding to it poorly. Of course, I'm referring to the coronavirus. Yeah, and like, also
1: we are not at all educated. Oh no, no we no. we are not workers in the medical
2: field. We're a bunch of college kids. I'm You're just right. I'm just throwing that out there. Have been.
0: This is subject to the media.
2: This is our viewpoint from our perspective. Yeah. Right. That's. Our opinions. I think I just said the same thing twice. Sure, that's, that's okay. My opinion. That's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, so um. And, you know, some of us might make one one or two or maybe even all of us might make a joke or two in here. It's our generation. If we
1: can't laugh about things.
2: Then. Then. Then what are we? Right.
1: Well, that. And also, I feel like, like, if we can't laugh about things, are we ever going to talk about them? You know? Of course. It's a good. Even if we should.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our generation is so good at making jokes about things. I mean, that's all Twitter oh, yeah. is. Uh, like World War 3 was trending at the beginning of 2020. But hey, yeah. if
1: that normalizes having discussions,
2: right. Hey, yeah. And that's that's the thing is it brought it it brings those topics up, to light. Yeah. And it it makes people talk about them and makes people think about them. And so that's why we're going to lead off this coronavirus section of this podcast with Why are people buying so much toilet paper? I don't know. (laughs)
1: Like, stores aren't
2: closing. Yeah. I I mean... And if they (laughs) are, like, you have toilet paper, and they're probably not going to be closed for, like, that long. I'm sure there are some places that are going to be closed for quite a while. I get it. I understand. I'm not trying to be insensitive. Right. But, like, Matthew has a picture of the walmart here by his house mm-hmm. and the whole the whole toilet paper section <laughs> yeah. is empty yeah. I was there gonna are...
1: say my friend just posted on his uh snapchat story where like he was at walmart and it was like everything was gone except diapers yeah which i mean like cool for like parents and stuff but like like wh- what a uh... Yeah. With with all of, like, the hoarding, and I don't know what else to call it, with all of the, like, hoarding going on, like, like, this has already been talked about so many times, and people just aren't really reacting to it. Mm, like, yeah. the people that need to react to it aren't really reacting to it a whole lot. And it's that the people that are buying in bulk are the people that have the ability to yeah, buy in bulk. Yeah. Like, they're not thinking about people that are, like, living paycheck to paycheck. And I'm not no, yeah. saying that's me, because, like, sure. whatever. But, like the people that are living paycheck to paycheck and like they just get paid and stores are out of like everything that they need right Yeah, because of people that have the ability to buy in bulk and are doing so for no reason
0: yeah i think uh what's interesting is now i've been hearing we've been talking about this off and on in the dorms and at my house as well just common topic of discussion and I went upstairs to get a snack earlier, and then I came back down, and I hear Jake Van Allison yelling about, why are people <laughs> stocking up on toilet paper? I saw a tweet. What, what was the tweet?
1: It, no, it was just this woman who had, like, like probably, like, 12 to 15 mm-hmm. packages of toilet paper and probably the same amount of packages of, like, wet wipes. Yeah. And, like, first of all, she was being... Illegal in the replies by saying like three dollars for a roll and a dollar for a wet wipe. So like you know like price gouging is illegal for sure. But like, but like I just saw that and I was just like why why like why like are even like doomsday preppers like buy things (laughs) slowly and build it over time. They don't just like go out and buy everything they need all at once so that it drives the price up. Right. Yeah.
2: And it like I don't know. I, uh, here, here, <laughs> right, what I'm thinking right now, you know, I guess I haven't, I haven't been seeing memes about this specific thing. What about bottles of water? Mm.
1: Actually, actually, <clears> I did see a couple of posts where stores were out of bottled water. Oh, okay. like, um, like... Good. Um, like <laughs> Good? Good! Like, another one of my friends, since we're not dropping names, another uh-huh. one of my friends, um posted on her story mm-hmm. where like all the toilet paper was gone but also like all of the like cases of bottled water were gone as well yeah, yeah. okay and a lot of it is happening with non-perishable food too right
0: that's that's the next thing i was gonna bring right
1: we moving towards the apocalypse apparently
0: so moving back to why toilet paper specifically yeah i you two made the exact same point earlier today that i heard on uh radio show i listened to the woody show they were, they were talking about, like, do you listen? Yes. Yes. Well, when I'm at work, because yes. it's what my boss plays. <laughs> it's, it's good stuff. <laughs> but they were saying, well, why are people buying TP? Like, what are, is one of the symptoms excessive diarrhea or something? Yeah, right? <laughs> and... I think obviously we've come to the conclusion that it's because people are stocking ahead so they can stay home, isolate, quarantine, something, right. something along those lines. Which that makes sense. What you're saying yeah. about the bottled water, like, but I mean, like, at most you gotta quarantine
2: yourself for like if you think you're sick, right? You have to quarantine yourself for like two weeks. Mm-hmm.
1: And it, and it's like the the amount of toilet paper that I've been seeing people buy, like. Even for a family of like six, it would still take like three months.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Before they needed to restock.
2: Mm. I go through. <laughs> oh. Well, okay, let me let me think <laughs> here. I could probably use a roll of toilet paper, for maybe uh, I'll give myself like a week, a week and a half.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I could buy one one thing one package one package as you know the people (laughs) call it thing you know as the public says Uh, a unit toilet paper and um and i'd be fine for like a month yeah you know Mm. and then like i i don't know it blows my mind i don't don't, like
1: i know like in the dorms like they give us like three rolls like every week or every two weeks but Mm. like even like Last year, when we pretty much had to supply our own toilet paper, like, we could, we, it took us probably a month and a half to two months Mm -hmm. before we had to buy a new package and there were four of us.
2: Yeah. It's, it's not like you're going to be quarantined, so you're going to be on the toilet the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Self-isolate. But what I'm, what I'm getting at. (laughs) Oh, oh. Oh, no. Is that... If you're going to have to quarantine, cool. Mm -hmm. Buy some toilet paper. Right. Buy one package of toilet paper. (laughs) And then... Maybe two. Maybe two. Buy some food. Buy some water. Buy some seeds. Start a garden.
1: (laughs) Buy some, like... Are you doomsday
2: prepping wash?
0: If you have to... Okay. (laughs) Buy some body wash. (laughs) Some body wash? Yeah. Seven in one? A little shampoo? Uh. <laughs> Seven and <in> one. <laughs> Everything has to be sanitary.
2: Maybe that's okay. Maybe this is what people are doing. They're like towels out the window. None of those anymore. I need to dry oh, myself course. with toilet paper. Of course. Yep. What happened it. to paper towels? That makes sense. No. No. Okay. None sorry.
1: Sorry. None sorry. sorry. I, I retract my statement. My question.
0: Now, silly. <laughs> the CDC recommends people who are at risk to um, or i i read this vaguely so i I could be i mean take it with a grain of salt but i think they were referring to people that were at risk to if you need to kind of like shelter yourself or just sort of hang out in isolation um not not because you would infect people but in in fear of being infected that um that you get two weeks supply of food and two weeks supply of medicine Mm -hmm. and and so that's to me that's the demographic that like makes the most sense to be stocking up but that's i feel like
1: those are also the people that have the most trouble actually going out and shopping yes
0: which is another thing because it's like it's like the
1: elderly the immunocompromised Right. right like young children um and i feel like another problem is like People don't really realize how many people are actually immunocompromised.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's more common than Like this, it's sure.
1: anybody with like asthma, anybody with diabetes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like so many people are immunocompromised and it has nothing to do with an autoimmune disorder. Right. And like anybody with like a respiratory issue as well since this is a respiratory virus, yeah, like yeah. anybody with any kind of those issues, like they're going to be struggling and they're they're honestly scared and i don't blame them and so i think like another thing that kind of bothers me but i also understand is like people are getting very 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 upset about like things being canceled
0: oh and like Mm -hmm. i
1: get it because like it sucks sure like i'm (sighs) take this with a (laughs) grain of salt yeah but like I've had I've seen posts from several different people about how like they're upset that their like senior senior like sports season mm-hmm. or like their next show or the band that they really like like these things are getting canceled and they're very upset about it and I get it I do because like if spring show is canceled I'll be a little upset but at the same time like if it has any possibility of keeping anyone healthy? Yeah. Right. If, like I, I'm down for it, but the problem is, like, if <laughs> if precautionary measures work the way they're supposed to, they're going to look like we were overreacting.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like it, and not in all cases, but in some cases, especially cases like this, overreaction is good, mm-hmm. but this can lead into the next little bit there on the screen yeah but um fear-mongering yeah because like overreacting is good but forcing people to over overreact through (laughs) um misinformation through Mm -hmm. this being like the only thing in the media is like how bad this is right is not
1: and say like i didn't know like the treatment rate for a long time, yeah, like i only I only knew like the death count,
2: yeah,
1: and I never knew the treatment rate. I also like didn't know who it actually affected for a long time. Mm, and yeah. I get I get that like we like, <laughs> like a lot of people didn't know for a long time, especially right. the people who are in charge of this thing. But like, I feel like especially because the information wasn't put out maybe as quickly as it was discovered. Right, mm-hmm. that was a major issue and still is.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. because um, something that I haven't seen a whole lot about in the media, but like when I actually look for it, I I've found out about is that there are a few places that have already uh, started like testing on yeah, vaccines. Like mm-hmm.
1: Canada and Gilead.
2: Yeah. Canada. Um, I saw something about um the Israeli health. Mm-hmm center yes i saw that today and um you know and that's something that i don't i don't know if it's in the media yet i whenever i look up you know coronavirus i don't see it immediately Mm -hmm. but i'll you know you see like the first three links and then that's all of google you scroll down a little bit and you'll find it so i'm sure other people know about this i'm sure plenty of people have seen it but i feel like it's not as well spread as the fear of catching it
0: right and what's what's troubling to me is is the fact that there's just so much and this bothers me in general because so in in the very beginning of the podcast i mentioned that i'm fascinated by literature and i basically use that as my one defining trait but (laughs) that being said one of the things i also love theater but one of the things the facets of literature that i'm fascinated by is journalism mm-hmm. and more so sort of correcting journalist proper journalistic practice and one thing that really bothers me is misinformation yeah. and more specifically scientific misinformation yeah and there have been so many misconceptions that have spawned out of social media right. regarding the coronavirus that it adds to the fear-mongering and yeah. it just worsens the situation
1: I think a lot of it is also like kind of the insensitivity to a lot of things yeah. mm-hmm. where like again like as I was talking about like because it's not going to affect the the young healthy people as bad we're kind of like even like self isolating like mentally mm-hmm. and so it's like I'm not gonna say who it was retweeted by because mm-hmm. that would be getting political, and you told me not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Be friends here. Yeah. Um. Anyway, somebody retweeted something that said like, "Here are some good things about coronavirus that like you haven't been hearing about," and it was that it was like two things, and the first one was that. China just closed down their last coronavirus hospital because there aren't enough new patients to justify keeping it open. That's cool. That's great. Yeah. The second one... The second one said that, like, Italy is so hard hit because the majority of their population is older. And... I just had to sit back and go, why is that a good thing? Yeah. Why is that filed under good things we haven't heard about yet?
2: <laughs> like, oh, good. It
0: only kills old people. Just like, Yikes. oh,
1: good. It's not me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of the same. It's not good. <sighs> right. Yeah. And...
1: So I feel like a lot of it is also, like, the insensitivity that's causing the panic because people are hearing these things and that becomes a oh good it's not me mindset and then that creates more of the hysteria of taking care of the self
0: yeah without
1: yeah. really taking care of the community
0: right yeah. i think just in on more of a light-hearted note of the <laughs> issue a lot of more because i think when facing tragedy or just really intense people are turning to art and in mm. the modern day they're turning to memes oh yeah yeah and
2: no that is something that really that it's good that's yeah. like it's yeah. actually good right is that people are bringing this to a more creative space yeah because there are yeah. also
1: there are also all those videos of um the people in italy standing out on their balconies while yeah. they're under lockdown just singing yeah. songs with like their apartment neighbors
2: yeah and that's
0: this and it's just cool. super cute. Very awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, Is that... Do you think... I you think... Didn't... Oh, I do have the, the one thing, the one last thing, just to switch to more, you know, right. laughable. Um, the, the one tweet I saw that I really loved, and for multiple reasons, because first of all, uh, for the sake of progress, and secondly, for some humor cutting it again. Right. And it was the... Uh, a team of canadian researchers i wish i could remember their name or had them on hand but um the ones that uh isolated the Mm, virus mm -hmm. i think Mm -hmm. they they was they were talking about that or someone had shared that article and said canada canceled hockey (laughs) and and within the same day a team of researchers from canada Yeah. isolated the virus isolated i the thought virus. that was hilarious was great. that was yeah. one of my favorites so far so oh, that God. also means that it, it sounds like scientists are working toward i mean once uh, a, dis- a virus is isolated you know, right. you're, actual you're can able be to be work done. toward yeah, yeah a vaccine okay. so. and
2: um on that light-hearted funny note mm, oh i'm s- gonna
0: go ahead yeah oh no what i was just gonna say earlier today we were rolling characters i was gonna oh.
1: say one more thing though Oh okay oh, I know everybody's saying wash your hands, but, like, we all should have been washing our hands before. That's
0: yeah. one thing I was going to yeah. say, but I forgot. Like,
1: have we, have we not been washing our hands yeah, when
2: leading the, up to this? When this all goes away, wash your damn hands. Yes. <laughs> I, wash them anyway. Because. I thought
1: we couldn't curse. I,
2: in the first I never minute, said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 40. <laughs>
0: we made it this long. I'm breaking the ice. That's fair. Um, but I was going to say, I've been a germaphobe this entire time, and now, I I was opening everything with my sleeve, and I'm switching to elbows, I might switch to shoulders soon, so. No, you can just hire me, I'll be your personal doorman. I
2: will. Yeah, it's like a hype man, but only opening doors. Right. But not like any specific doors, just every door.
0: I should hire the one guy I saw on on Twitter that he was in a hazmat suit (laughs) on the bike and he was like spraying flames into the air. Did you see that? <laughs> no. Yeah, it said yeah, that
2: was anyway. Although I I will say a little little funny thing I saw on Twitter. Uh-huh. Was um was a NBA and yeah, NBA <laughs> 2K20 mm-hmm. was uh the, <laughs> it was these these dudes playing basketball in full hazmat, hazmat suits. suits. Oh. And one of them shoots a three and makes it and for his like yeah, the cel- so, the three-point celebration, he pulls out a can of Lysol <laughs> and sprays it behind him. Oh,
0: my. It cracked me up. Uh, uh, you know. crop dusting with Lysol. Yeah. 2020 has been quite the year thus far. Mm, speaking of 20s, we were
2: rolling characters yes. just earlier no. for uh, D&D. Nat
0: 20s. Yeah, that's... The yep.
1: screen is so far away. Uh, like, oh, yeah. Oh, uh,
0: okay. Yeah. So... In response to all of this sort of intense, returning to the artistic yes. discussion of, uh, we were, I think we're all kind of passionate about how, or I especially, I watched a a TED talk on like why D and D is is good. Basically, the title is a bit more eloquent than that. <laughs> Uh, welcome to my TED talk on why D and D good. Oh no.
1: (laughs) Why use many words with few words? Yeah, Mike
0: I've made like three grammar errors in the past forty two minutes Are you counting? Uh yeah. I typically keep track of my grammar (laughs) errors. (laughs) It's a painful existence. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's constantly running through my mind. Oh, uh, <laughs> by the way, we might we might sift through the tweets, see if we can re- find the ones that we've mentioned in addition to the TED Talk that I just referenced. Right, I know and, and exactly where that tweet is. Perfect. Right. Um, because so let's I know who So we'll work on those. But yeah, for D and D. Um, so I'm just now. I have been DMing for the past two or three years. I got into it right at the trail end of high school when I'm like, hey, this is a super, like, the ultimate nerdy thing that I could get into because I'm a bit of a nerd myself. I, too, like video uh, yeah, games and I, tabletop. Well, uh, we just went to he- a little store called Hero Complex and we were shopping around for some some board games and whatnot. It's a fun time. Yeah, But anyway, uh, ever since I started being a dungeon master for... D&D and I started writing campaigns and I got the dice and I got the all the literature and such Mm -hmm. I've really noticed how much it brings friends together and beyond that it promotes imagination still right and there's the so there's the creative element and beyond that it helps with cooperation and just really enjoying things and similar to why i love acting which is because you're living out multiple lives and yeah. you're one short mortal life right which is really cool with D because like we were going to throw snake arms on your character i was thinking about it yeah but we switched to the turtle, uh tortle cleric yeah which is Tortal fantastic. paladin Turtle Tor- paladin oh i don't know why i said cleric fool oh, yeah i'm a diggity dang fool diggity dang fool <laughs> But
2: I'm a big old turtle
0: man, <laughs> and
1: my character th- is three thousand five hundred and sixty-nine years old. Nice. Yes,
0: nice. Uh, so we were, yes, we have Alecto, um, who is going to be the heir of the Demogorgon <laughs> in this timeline. I'm really scared to see how I, as the DM, will even pull together a story. I'm very excited and to see my party members. Remember, keep in mind a paladin turtle and a <sighs> an elf. Aaron um, eyes, rogue hybrid, yeah, hybrid rogue yeah. are threatening to kill Demogorgon by the yes. end of the campaign. I, yeah, I more like declaring declaring she wants the power. I, going to. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I I don't think you're gonna kill the Demogorgon We'll see what look. happens when he gets to level twenty. We'll look. Get there it is a god in the universe. Uh, look, the prince of demons. And all right,
1: prince of chaos. But okay,
0: yeah. Prince of Chaos. Either title is acceptable. <laughs> I've seen both. Thank you very much. All right, listen. Okay.
2: So picture this, we're, right? We're... You got two-headed monkey man uh-huh. with tentacle arms. Right. And then on the other side, you got six-foot-tall tortoise. I thought it was eight. No, it's six. Okay. I wanted to go with eight, but
0: like they max out at six feet tall. Right. I wasn't gonna be too. Kinetic. We have to be canonically correct. Yeah. Yeah, do we really? <laughs> we uh, we fudged some things for
2: the sake of the campaign. <laughs> um, so you have six foot tall turtle man, real strong, real big weapon, real strong, mm-hmm. and um, a a five foot tall uh eyes Aran- elf, Aran- elf, elf hybrid elf, elf hybrid rogue. rogue real small mm-hmm. right so we got that speed right and we got that strong okay and uh he's got and two- you're pitting us against
1: dragons
2: yeah i mean we're yeah. already gonna fight dragons sure well Ol- this
1: is a tangent
2: old electo is gonna have wings <laughs> wings i don't like that not wings. <laughs> oh dear not, not to, to be confused with the peen yes Stop. yeah and um so i mean really what can
0: those tentacles do Right? Um, don't. <laughs> don't. So, moving back on. to... No. <laughs> the title topic was why d d
2: is beneficial. And as you can see, we've brought plenty of humor to the area. And exactly. It's all because of d and It's all because
0: of D&D. And we, I mean, when you really... When you really get also, down to it...
1: Also, on the... On the... On the lines of, like, cooperation, going mm-hmm. back to the actual discussion... <laughs> um along the lines of like cooperation which Matthew mentioned like five minutes ago um, we were actually playing unrailed
0: oh yeah um, which is like great a great game on yeah, Steam. yeah yeah
1: it's like um it's like a co-op you build a train you build train tracks through different biomes yes. and it's super fun super relaxing until it's
0: not yeah um
1: until a lot of things start happening
0: until i wreck our train yeah. because i throw Multiple the times, track but down. that's okay uh-huh
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but we actually started playing it what two weeks ago yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um and just the first time we played it just matthew immediately went to take care of the train jacob immediately went to go mine some rocks grab the pickaxe. yeah and i immediately like grab the axe to chop down some trees and like it's just stayed that way yeah. yeah the entire time and it's like we didn't talk about what we were gonna do at all we just right. like grabbed something and went for it and then we're like hey can you like move these resources over here and so it's just and, Cooperation.
2: and like, I guess this, this topic was like role play games, but like really any like cooperative game Absolutely. That, that can really bring people together is so much fun. Like mm-hmm. board games included, you know, Yes, like I, I love board games. I always right. have, you know, um, I'm an only child and so I used to play board games on my own when my parents didn't want to play sure. because they were tired or whatever. Adult stuff. Right. I get it. Um, and like having people to play with now is exceptionally fun mm-hmm. like it it's a great time
0: we have a great group dynamic
2: yeah and so like we got we bought like four new
0: games we did today we went all out yeah and i'm buying carcassonne on amazon
2: yeah so that makes five in total yep and you know i'm just real i'm real hype
0: for for all this yeah um with that just one more thing on um yeah never mind so um we we were debating what to talk about next but one last thing on the beneficial nature of roleplay games i it's really fun for me to see how the party because i typically play from the perspective of the dungeon master i've had some pretty wild times as a player too gotta Mm -hmm. say however um i really enjoy the being the dm to me is very rewarding. Because I've gotten to the point where I can almost predict what class someone is going to play based off of their personality, yeah. and it's just so beautiful to see a party mesh together mm-hmm. and see uh, just just see that in action yeah. and make a story with our collective imaginations.